0: World, you know, getting her NGO started, um, opening a recreational center, going for classes, you know, being a bad feminist and everything. I'm out here drinking from Wednesday to Friday. Somehow got myself into an open relationship with a billionaire, got my nose ring that I waited six months to heal, fucked off. Literally, this man fucked it off. I didn't even feel it until the next day. Now it's blocked. And then fucked in a car and got caught in broad daylight. So welcome back to another episode of Casting with the Feminist which is It is your girls Samia and Anita. And it is episode 18, season 3. I can't believe our season is almost over, although it's been happening like throughout the whole year. Um, but we're two episodes away from our season finale, our fantasy season finale, and I'm so excited to see what Anita wrote for me, um, or what to act out her fantasy. And today we are talking about confidence. So we have two more difficult episodes to go through and we will be talking about confidence and how our partners can make us feel more confident in bed. And surprisingly, we have a cis man as our guest today. Um, he's called Just Arthur, that's his name, J A. and um, we're so excited to have him. So excited to have someone with such great energy Um, And very, I'm sure the rest of you are very shocked as this is the second time in more than 40 episodes that we've had a cis man on our show. Anita, would you like to come and introduce our guest?
1: I'm sorry, what happened? What were you going through during the
0: weekend? Like I leave you alone for two minutes. Babe, which part do you want to react to? Is it the fact that I'm in an open relationship? Is it the fact that my nose ring is gone and i have having to go and get it pierced again? Or is it the fact that I was caught fucking in a car? Or was it that I went to three different parties with this person and fucked in the car all- every single time?
1: I just don't know who you are. Like, I feel like your life has just been... I feel like I'm going to take a day of a complete day of so that you can sit down and tell me your entire story because how where and i think the getting caught part was it like in a ha, ha i got caught or is it in like oh my god i'm so embarrassed i would die i got caught
0: so we had gone for another party right and um i'm so embarrassed i'm so embarrassed because, anyway so we go for another party and we end up in we walk in and then we walk out immediately you're like nah uh, fuck this this is not this is, this will be fun so we get into the car and then we somehow start talking and then i tell him to recline his seat and i tell him to reverse so that he can get away from the front of the gate which was open but he's like nah i don't like being told what to do so i'm like okay cool then you're gonna have to get punished for that oh my god i was wearing a leather skirt right and I even forgot the best part this man ripped my underwear off like that has never happened to me before literally took my underwear and ripped it in two this one me fuck with troll men these days because how the hell has this never happened to me oh i can't believe i didn't put that in the intro anyway so um we're in the car we're fucking and then we fall asleep right because we were really drunk so we fall asleep dick still inside and everything my blackout on top of him after I was riding the dick, and then he blacks out too. And then we hear a knock on the window, kong, kong, kong. and it's his friend. And he's like, Um, guys, <laughs> should we leave? I'm so embarrassed. And then the next day, so we go back to his house, we fuck some more, and then he's dropping me home. And as we're picking someone up, he's like, By the way, I'm just letting you know, I'm picking up the person that caught us. So I'm like, Sorry. And when he comes in the car, he's like, oh, mm, Samia, you really slept yesterday. So may I pretend I don't know what he's talking about? And then um, the guy that I was with almost said his name. What do we usually call him? 49. Um, so 49's like says, makes a joke about what had happened, and the guy in the back is laughing. So I'm like, why did you say anything? Like, what if he had forgotten the guy in the back? is like, nah, I didn't forget shit. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, you know, we're going to sit down and share.
1: Like, you're going to tell me this story properly because first of all you had dicks sleeping in you. Personally, I don't like that because once it goes soft, it's just painful and it comes out if it's been there for such a long time. Anyway, poor Arthur. Hi, Arthur. Uh, <laughs> Arthur is a good guy. and also an amazing doctor, really the most helpful doctor ever. And one of the few cis men I would ever invite on the show. Atha, can you just say hi to like our guests and to the shameless ho here right now who's been caught in the streets of Nairobi, hoeing? Oh, wow.
2: You guys, I I don't know how we manage episode after episode with such energy because (laughs) this would be crazy for me. I mean, I'm a cis man, so it's like, oh, okay, that's strange. But then it's like, yeah, let's do this. So yeah, I'm happy to be on the podcast. Second cis man ever. Yes. At least a title I can hold for the rest of my life.
0: You're welcome. I love this
1: awards. We're not
0: giving out awards. You'll be the first one to receive it. I love this. I love this so much. Like I like others' energy. I want some witiness here. You know, cis men tend to be very boring. Like when we were thinking about this, we we're like, hmm, should we invite a gay man? Should we invite bi man? Even a sexual? Because cis men, straight men, are very boring. So I like the energy, and I didn't know you were a doctor. I like men in profession. Are you single?
2: No. I wanted to say unfortunately, but it's not unfortunate that, I am, that I'm seeing someone. So I don't know. To, I'm not single. Yeah, not single.
0: I'm dying at how he almost he caught himself. He's like, Mm-mm. here I would be in trouble. If I open my mouth and continue this sentence in this traje- trajectory, I'm in trouble. But again, welcome, Arthur. We're so happy to have you. Um, and as I said earlier, what we're going to be talking about is so. This is this six episode series is about tackling our insecurities and trying to become the most confident sexual beings that we can be. And Anita sat down and thought about it and said, "Hmm, I wonder what it would be like if we voiced these to a cis man. Not that we care what cis men care. I mean, think or straight men think. But how about we voice them out to these people and let's let cis men." let us know what do you guys do to make your partners confident or to give them confidence in the bedroom or do you just fuck them and not care um so anita maybe you can start with the first question uh sorry um yeah so okay the first question i think i'm just going to jump to the second
1: one which is mostly like when you're having sex with someone right um Okay, the people you've had sex with, are there people, is there like the first thing is, have there been instances where you're having sex with someone and you can tell like this person is extremely confident and then this person is very insecure about their body and stuff like that?
2: Yes, almost all the time. Because it, it usually it usually shows in, in, how do I put it, in the way they present themselves the first time, like, you know, there's always that first time. And the first time always, there's always going to be body language. Are they hiding, are they hiding their body? Are they, if it's in the night, do they want the lights off? Do they want to, do they want to openly show it? Are they, are they interested in the foreplay? Are they do they just want to get over with it? You know, there's there's always body language. And you can always tell almost all the time. So yeah, we actually do tell.
0: Okay, that makes me very uncomfortable. I'm I'm literally like, you know, sometimes you feel like you're doing things and people can't tell. Um, So maybe if you ask for the lights to be, okay, granted, I don't ask. I don't like having, I don't mind having sex with the lights on. I just prefer to the lights off, not for any like insecurity thing. Like this is one of those things that I do that's not stemming from insecurity. But somehow I feel like it's more intense when you can't see the person. Um, although that has just brought me back to the last guy that I was fucking before 49, 6'2, 6, 6, what the fuck? And, um, I remember at one point we were fucking, and then I looked up and saw he was giving me this gaze. Oh, his bedroom eyes. Damn. Um, so that's something I would like to see. But when someone points out the fact that they know that you're doing something from a place of insecurity, it makes you even question. And the fact that you've said almost always you can tell, I don't know. So, what do you usually do? Like when you can see someone is insecure, so it's maybe you like having sex with the lights on, and they wanted to the lights off, and you can tell it's coming from a piece of insecurity. Do you cater to their needs, or do you try to make them feel comfortable with the lights on?
2: Um, okay, so so the way it works, anyway, for me, let me let me tell you about my personal experiences. So, for me, the way it works, it's usually me trying to make my partner more comfortable, because then. They're in a place where I have to be in a place where I make them feel good about being in this place. So it's not one of those horrific stories where like I was so uncomfortable. I didn't like the sex because fact of the matter is if you if your partner is uncomfortable with whatever it is that's going on, they'll never want to come back for the like for the second time or, you know, so you have to make them feel comfortable. Just have to make them feel like they're also present and and in that moment
1: that's actually so true personally i feel like when i think of men i was very uncomfortable with and never they never tried to make me feel even comfortable a bit i never went back i have some i have a question though that just like popped up and it's for the both of you do you ever have i know for okay i know for some of you're going to say yes because as women we can always tell i don't know if men can tell uh not because like your man brains or what but because of how society kind of like. Um, Treats women to not be like these very sexual beings in bed, right? So when you're having sex with someone, can you tell when someone is like insecure about their sex? Like they know they're not the shit. They know they're not the bomb, even in the way they're fucking you. Can you literally tell?
2: Can I go first? So that's very funny because, um, you know when when the coconut challenge thing came out. There was there was a time when uh, I know I'm putting my shit out there, but there was a time when I was with someone, and then they were like, "I can't even spell coconut." You know, it's like I'm like, "Okay, that's like you know, that's that's cool. Like we can we can spell something else. You know, what do you know how to spell? If it's if it's if it's C's only, it's okay. You can spell C's. If it's just eyes, we can spell eyes. No need to spell the whole coconut. It doesn't matter.
0: Why <laughs> no, t- you? I'm screaming. <laughs> Uh, what do you mean anita i know you have the same i'm dying as if you can spell ice it's okay wow damn i'm actually dead
1: you know what we love an accommodative partner because that is so i have died like what can you spell? honestly you know what what if i'm dyslexic and i don't know how to spell? that's actually very important um how about you samia
0: um, so I think for women, it's a bit different because if there's one thing men always come to the bedroom with, it's the audacity. Like, they might be literally the worst sex you've ever had in your whole life, but in their heads, they think they fucked you like Owen Gray or some shit like that. Owen Gray is my favorite monster. He's so good, oh my God. The only problem is he's white, but I look past it because he can fuck. Um, but the, the, like they always come with the audacity. So they think that they're the shit even when they are not like, they'll always leave saying, yeah, fuck that babe. I fucked her so good, blah, blah. And also because, you know, because of the misogyny and the patriarchy, women are out there lying to these men, to children's sons that they know how to fuck. So they are screaming, they are mourning. They are saying, oh my God, I came. No, you didn't. You, no, you didn't. You didn't. But <clears throat> I don't know, because even when you think about babe, if you think about Mr. Mombasa, right? He was literally the worst sex I've ever had in my whole life. But that man really thought that he was executing well. So I don't know. He wasn't really, no, No, it was me who was feeling it. I feel so bad for all the women in this world. But yeah, no, I've never, I've never interacted with someone who didn't think that they were the shit. It's just, it's me who usually now humbles them. Have you, babe? Have you ever, uh, Anita, have you ever interacted with someone who had, like, you could tell they were insecure about their sex?
1: I don't know if it was their sex they were insecure about, but I have a feeling it's like, you know, being someone that's very sexually, liberated, consistently talking about sex. This is me, I'll talk about sex in any situation, right? I feel they were kind of intimidated that I had had amazing sex. And so, like, I think the first two times I had sex with them, you could kind of tell, like, there was a bit of... They were a bit wary, but I liked them. So normally I wouldn't like it. Was good sex, but you could just literally tell there wasn't this confidence. Then I think when they realized they could make me like come so many times, suddenly they were the most cockiest person ever. And so I was thinking about myself. Though so I'm thinking about this one time I was seeing this guy. Right, guys, I had been talking my shit for years but in actual fact i wasn't having sex i was like reading on it i was masturbating i was what but i was talking all this shit about hey i can fuck you like what and shiny and what what and then we went and had sex oh my god first of all i had to like down so much wine and be like girl it is not today that someone is going to write a twitter thread about us about how like oomph is always talking about how she does this and that and that in bed when in actual fact this girl can't even suck dick for shit I did the most I really did the most and then like later on when I was talking to this person like uh, like months later they're just like oh my god you are like the most brazen person I've ever had sex with like you just take control without knowing that I was just like shitting my way through the whole thing but I was still amazing
0: yeah actually before you told this story I was thinking about how I've never interacted with someone who was insecure about the way they fucked. But because I talk so much shit, I've come to notice that now every time I go to have sex with someone that knows me, I usually now have to second guess myself. And I told you I don't like it, right? Like I don't like sex to be a performance per se. I don't like to feel like, um, like someone is entitled to a performance from me because of the person that I am. But what I've noticed these days is... I talk so much shit, right? I'll be like, yeah, I'm going to fuck the shit out of you. I'm going to do this. Then when I'm describing the things I'm going to. When I go there, I'm now like, Sammy, if you don't do this, oh my God, they're going to now start thinking, oh my God, she just talks shit. She has a whole sex podcast. She's not just talking about sex on her stories. That she, she's a very sexual being, but then she can't fuck. Obviously, that's never going to happen because I'm fantastic at it. But then it, it keeps me second guessing. And I'm like, should I stop saying it? Should I just walk around with big dick energy and then not? be saying how i fuck, but then at the same time i have a sex podcast and i like talking about it but i found that it was so funny that your story resonated with me because it happens to me a lot these days i'm just like damn we have a sex review episode where people, the two guys that that we reviewed were like oh my god she gives such good head but i'm the same bitch on the internet that says don't suck dick so then now you have to suck dick you have to suck dick well otherwise (laughs) you bring your street cred
1: how about you, Arthur? Do you ever feel like, have there been moments, or even till now, where, like, they're certain specifically, like, if you are having sex with, like, a very confident woman, do you feel, like, do you feel insecure and say, shit, if I do not fuck her right, she's going to be on some Ohlone thread talking about how this man did this and did that, like, do you ever feel, are there moments where you don't feel confident, or have you, like, outgrown that, like, are you...
2: So, um, so for me, the way it is, it's, it's okay. Like I have like long-term partners. So usually it's, it's always, a the first few times it's, it's always in that phase where you're like, oh, so, um, how was it? I, I always like a, a post quarter review. So I, I always have to, to get a report card. So can you fill in like, you know, how is, how is it? Did, were the positions enough? Were the, was the time long enough? Because sometimes it's. It's not always that the, how do I put it? It's not always that the, the, the sex ends up being great because of the time. Because sometimes the woman just wants to, to come. And if she doesn't, it becomes a problem for you. So for me, the first thing that has to happen is that she has to come first. So if she comes first, then that's, that's kind of great. But, but then if she doesn't, then I start to second guess myself. And then I start to do a lot of funny shit. When I start to get do a lot of funny shit, I become cocky. When I become cocky, it just becomes unnecessary. And when it becomes unnecessary, it's it's shit sex. And girls are not afraid of hiding it. So my partner is not afraid of hiding it. She will tell you if the sex was shit. she just say, Yeah, no, that that was not, that was just a C, man. You can do better.
0: Wow, he said that was just a C. I Um, I thought that really funny. Um because I was I was I was on TikTok today, and um, this guy had made a video. Uh, this guy was saying basically how you understand that if you are a man and you're in a cis relationship, like straight man, straight woman, and she doesn't come first, but you do, you have an obligation to make her come after, right? Um, so it's very rare to hear men say that they that they make sure that the babe will come first before they do. It's always a debate of ah, she takes too long, or she takes this, she takes that. But yeah, I'm I I like I think we should start printing out these report cards of yours, like a questionnaire that you do during before and after.
2: Like it's it's almost in everything. So it's it's the report card has to have a lot of things to it. Was the rhythm okay? Like, you know, there's, there's moments when she's like, you, you know, you guys, like, don't stop. And then you're like, don't stop what? Don't stop the rhythm. Don't stop the position. Like, don't stop what? It's just whatever it is you're doing, just don't stop. And I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing myself. And it's just like, you know, let's just go on. What so it's the like- hell?
0: <laughs> that to me is so confusing because I think it's just like common knowledge that if someone says don't stop, and you know, this is what I hate about men. Oh my God you guys are getting me riled up how am i telling you don't stop then you start increasing the speed and the and the and the the, or whatever you change it completely i'm like i meant don't stop what you are doing now it's not my fault if arthur is fucking and he's not conscious of the actions that he's doing like he's not he's like i don't even know what i'm doing that's not my fault bro (laughs) you need to be more um conscious
2: listen to this so for example if you for some reason okay okay i get i get what you mean but for some reason if we're not like if you don't tell us not to stop okay we, anyway we understand what 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 is what you're saying it's just that sometimes it's like okay but dude i'm also about to come so it's like it's i'm about to come and then you're telling me not to stop like how am i like you know it's just there's some points and that's the reason why i prefer my partner to come first. Or if I do first, then, you know, I have to compensate somehow. But then, yeah, she has to come
0: first. But we were also about to come. Then we said, don't stop. Then you decided to stop. So, like, you see the debate here. Because you're like, okay, I was just about to come. Then you told me, you know, don't stop. But me, I was also just about to come. But then you decided to stop.
2: No, we're not going to stop. We just both spell. She's spelling the I's. I'm also spelling the C's this side. It's just,
0: you know, it's just. Oh, Lord.
1: Oh, my God. Um, You know what I was thinking of, right? I'm thinking of how like when just like at the very early stages of me having sex, like the first time I was, the first person I was having sex with, I really honestly wouldn't blame them if they call me like the worst fuck of their life because I didn't know shit. Like I literally didn't know shit. Like I didn't know what I was doing. Like I was extremely insecure about my sex, right? Then when I think of like, I don't know if it was a second or third person, right? I remember this He used to do this thing where like whenever I would go and see him, uh, he could tell, like he could literally tell because I wanted like the lights off. I didn't want him to see my underwear, which was weird because I had really sexy underwear, right? And like, I didn't want him to see my body. I just felt like all these insecurities, right? And even like, I didn't even giving head, I wanted to give head in the dark and all those things. And then one day he calls me over, like it's mid afternoon and he's like, come over. And he's like, you're going to like blindfold me and you're going to tie up my hands and basically just do whatever the fuck you want with my body. Like there's nothing you're doing that's wrong. Just do whatever, like makes you feel happy. And also listen to like, you know, my moans, my breath, literally everything that just kind of excites me then we'll move from there and I would do that to him a lot until I felt so comfortable enough to like not just him but even like with other people I started seeing later on to be like naked to explore their bodies because this person was like you know what I get it you have insecurities this is what you're going through so when there are no eyes on you with actually the light on feel confident to do whatever the fuck you want there is consent and honestly it was the most amazing like, learning sexual
0: experience
1: I have ever had. Like, all my sexual partners should go and thank that guy,
0: because he did the thing. Did you say all your sexual partners should go fuck that guy? Because damn, Thank him. Um, <laughs> I was like, okay. Okay. Um, I fuck with that, but okay. You know what? That sounds so sexy. Oh my gosh, I need to do that with someone like i feel like that's such an amazing way of teaching someone of course within the bounds of consent and stuff but like to be like blindfold me whatever you take the reign because now you get to fuck me the way you'd want to be fucked or the way you'd want to fuck me without second guessing anything and you know me i second guess a lot of things when i'm having sex right like we've throughout this series we've come to know a lot of the things that make me feel some type of way but just even the thought of doing that the problem is me, like, I don't like fucking, I like to be fucked. So, I don't know.
1: Um, How about you, Arthur? You, do you like fucking or you like to be fucked? Or do you like to, you know, yeah, just answer the question. <laughs> so,
2: it, it depends. It depends. So, there's times when, you know, there's times when you guys are like tigers. You're just like, ah, I want to eat you, you know? And then there's times when we are the ones like, because
0: yeah, eat you. <laughs> you. know, I'm like tiger. I mean, I kind of fuck with it, but damn, actually, guys are like tigers. You just want to eat us. Bro, watch <laughs> me never suck dick again or initiate me. like, this bitch is hungry. The fuck?
2: <laughs> not like that, though you know there's like there's like cycles you know the cycles when you guys are like really in the mood and then you want to do it and you're like hey man i can't tame this beast so like uh, you just go with it and you're like you enjoy those moments as a guy i mean i enjoy those moments because most of the times it's anyway most of the times with in the in my past relationships i'll be the one to initiate the sex and sometimes you're like okay does this person want to, do they not want to like, what, what's the deal here? You know, it's, yeah, of course there's, there's supposed to be that verbal agreement, but then sometimes, you know, there's always that time when you're like, okay, so like, are we going to do this? And then you, you, it just becomes a bit weird. So like, okay, are you doing this for me? And then it, sometimes it ends up in a, in an argument of no, uh, I wasn't actually in the mood. I was just doing it for you. And then that kind of crushes the whole thing, but, but I'm a bit of both when i'm hungry i like to feed when she's hungry she likes to feed so yeah it's
1: both okay why do i feel like Arthur is into like fairy play or animal play or jungle play
0: because yeah i'm so especially, especially yeah. his last comment i'm so uncomfortable I, what i can't even say it again i'm even blushing um kick us out of this thing right now kick kick us Don't out, out that of this thing <laughs> Okay, um, you know,
1: when I think about it, right? I was like, when Arthur was speaking, I was literally thinking, I'm like, okay, let me think of the guys. A fact, um, let's see, there, there are some. I think it all depends on the type of man. I enjoy both, uh, fucking and being fucked, but to be no, 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 to actually be very honest, I prefer to fuck the person. Like, you know, there are those people who I have met guys who are very. They're obsessed with the whole alpha thing where they want to be very dominant in bed and they want to fuck you, but I'm like, you've made your match. So here we're getting fucked. Both of us are getting fucked. But then uh, there's some also very lady lovers who come with all this bravado of how like they fuck the shit out of you and they don't even know how to fuck and then you end up fucking them. But then there's some where it's like a very give and take type of situation. I'm thinking of this one time Uh, I was having sex with this guy and I don't know, you know, it's just those moments where it's just like, oh, we're having sex and it's good and it's what, then I don't know I get on top and just like, I become this entire person, right, and I'm there fucking the shit out of this man and he had like a, is it an iPhone watch sorry, an iWatch, whatever that is, and the, anyway, yes Apple Watch, Apple Watch the Apple Watch, yes there I am Fucking the shit out of this man like, <laughs> what she's been. like wow that was a really good run <laughs> that's great exercise for your heart and then he looks at me and he's like you're literally up there and saying it that i am fucking the shit out of this man and i'm like yeah i actually am i am enjoying this so i feel like i enjoy those moments but not because like not with the lazy lovers not the ones that just come here to get facts like please i'm not sure okay oh, hey, i was about to say something but
0: yeah Uh, you're so nasty because I know exactly what you are going to say but i am sure it's just because you're used to saying that to men
1: but anyway um, like we need to kind of wrap this up and before we do because it's a very short episode um, what like
0: for yourself wait wait, babe quickly before, before we get to the wrapping up part when you were talking right and you were saying how sometimes you like to fuck and sometimes you like to be fucked. And then, you know, like you tell someone you've met, be, like, I mean, you tell these men that you've met your match. Now, see, for me, I don't really enjoy getting on top because, you know, I don't come from sex, right? So, and I don't feel like I need to expend any energy because men don't make me come. So I, I like, I just do like the bare minimum <laughs> that I like being fucked. I like being the person who is receiving, right? Except of late, like even me fucking in the car. And then even when we went back to his house, I was the one who was on top the whole time. Like I was literally fucking the shit out of this guy. I mean, I had said I was gonna do it, but anyway. But there's something you said. You said when he was wearing when the guy that you fucked the Apple Watch, um, he's you said he said when you were on top, you were saying things like, I'm gonna fuck the shit out of you or some shit like that. Oh, I'm waiting for I'm fucking the whatever. How the hell do you guys dirty talk without killing yourself? <laughs> I'm so uncomfortable. You were talking about it, I'm sweating. Like, what do you say? Give me some. Give me some, since I'm doing new things, right? Like I'm fucking people, I'm, I'm sucking dick, I'm fucking in public and stuff like that. I'm doing new stuff, right? You guys give me what an amateur would say or easy ways or easy things to say to someone to dirty talk so that I can try. Oh, I'm uncomfortable. But tell me, I want to hear both from David, David, Arthur. <laughs> Who the fuck is David? <laughs> from Arthur and um, Anita. Like, you guys give me tips. So don't 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 give me the hard stuff. I'm not ready for that yet. I'll kill myself. But give me the easy things that I can say during sex that you know will work. And if I embarrass myself, I'm coming for both of you.
1: Um, okay, I'll go first, right? I feel like for so me, a person who just recently said morning in bed because you are like the silent killer, like you are Z the entire time. And basically i think just start with simple things like oh that's good that's good and read a lot of stuff that has like dirty talk because i can tell you all the things to say and yet you just won't be able to because you're not comfortable so just start with talking just simple things of letting someone know like oh this feels good that's nice faster harder Oh, I like that. Just start with simple stuff like that. And then before you know it, and also sometimes it really depends with the person. There's some people I just can't do dirty talk with. Like, sex is just good if they're silent and we're just moaning and I'm the one who's talking. Then there's some people who are so fucking good at it and, like, the chemistry is so intense and you need it, right? Right. And also, you were saying something about how you hate being on top. You know what I've learned? I've learned to make on top work for me in the best possible way. Like, if I'm fucking the shit out of you, I know which moves are going to, like, make me feel so good. I need you, like, sucking my nipples. I need you, like, you know, touching my neck. And also, I need you to be saying dirty shit to me. Like, I need the dirtiest shit you have ever had in your life. Like, I need it. Call me your slut. Call me a little patriarchal slacks, and I would do it there. I would take it. I would complete it. Don't call me that out of bed, like call me everything literally, and I would just be wetter than the Nile River or something.
2: So uh, <laughs> okay, uh, tiny comments. <laughs> so tiny comments always helpful, like Anita said. There is nothing that is more of a turn on than communication like it's just say what you want like you know even if you're lying just say it and we will do it it's like how do I put, it's motivation it's like yes do that you know do that you know eat me you know like yes just like that don't move slowly faster you know just motivate us to just tell us what you want and we will do it like that's just the way it is so however you put it just Give the smallest comments. Even if it's one or two comments, it always helps. You even see the motivation translate into action.
0: Okay, I'm I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Since you guys have not given anything that's so explicit, because I thought you guys were going to give me like the hardcore shit, you know, like the stuff they say in the pornography and whatever. I thought that's where you guys were going. But I will try. And then I will give you guys updates the next time I'm fucking how that went.
1: You know, another thing, babe, it's like, it also, like, on your, like, what are your fantasies sometimes? Like, that's very important. Like, not the shit that turns you on. Like, what's your fantasy, you know? So, like, some people have, like, you know, the, you know, professor-student type of thing. And sometimes you just find people are, like, getting bed and just talking about, yes, professor, teach me a lesson. Discipline me, what and what. And that shit will turn you on. So you kind of have to figure out. What your fantasies are and play with them and for me the thing i've learned is like the nastiest shit the most like the shit that's just like you know that i would never say out is just like such a motherfucking turn on and no not all the white men listening to this slave play is
0: not part of this no Ew, do we even have white men listening to our podcast why are you here i don't know anyway you ask us your concluding question, babe.
1: Yeah. So my concluding question was just like, uh, what the fuck did I want to say? I think I was asking about um, what you would want your partner to do to make you feel more confident. Like even the most confident people need, you know, some words of affirmation, some ego boosting to, you know, make you work harder in bed and make you come harder and just make you have like the most amazing Borma sex ever. So I think Arthur can start then, Samaya.
2: Okay, so um, what partners can do, first and foremost, like you said, there's when, when, when you, how do I put it? When you stroke someone's ego, you kind of motivate them. But there's also breaking someone's ego also kind of motivates them. There's nothing that's more motivating to a man than slightly bruising his ego. So for example, I was talking about report cards, right? Like these are fictional report cards, but you're like, ah, okay, the sex was good, but like, can you try this next time? Like, I liked it when you did that, but can you, you know, can you do this next time? Sometimes it helps even just to read a book together. The Kama Sutra is there. It's, It's got, you know, levels. You just push it in there and just be like, can you try this? Like, does this help? You know? So one of those things is, so it's, it's like one of those things that helps you to boost your confidence. So it's like, okay, um, I liked it when you did that. And I liked it when you did that. Is it possible that next time we can, you know, so just squeeze something in, let the person know that, okay, good, we're doing great. At least we're moving. And then next time, can we do something that's like this? But if you're comfortable,
1: yeah, you're comfortable. Hello, Samia, you're next. A brawl.
0: I feel so screamed. At. <laughs> um, uh, so, for me, I would say it's actually the opposite of Arthur, what he said. If, okay, of course, like I would want my partner to communicate with me if they didn't like something or if they liked something more or if they wanted me to, you know, because as we were saying earlier, like, in order to be a great sexual partner like you need to also be present and knowledgeable of the things that your partner also needs right like if they're satisfied then you're satisfied too um but the thing is don't try to if 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 you're fucking me don't try to bruise my ego the thing is if you make a joke or if you say something uh, that was weird about the things that we, i'll never do it again even if you are saying it in a light-hearted way so for me i don't respond properly to that like especially if i'm trying something new and then you don't fucking make fun of me um i just want to do it again so i think it's different for everyone um but i think for men it's different because you guys take you guys take things as like a challenge right so when you're told you can't fuck well if you're told you didn't do something well, you guys always want to try and outdo yourselves the next time, right? And I think that also can apply for me in some ways or the other, but if it's something that I'm not used to um, and then someone says something or makes a comment about it, I'll just never do it again. Um, Anita? Hi. Hi. <laughs> um, <coughs> Hi, our prodigal son, daughter. Um you can also answer
1: the question okay um, okay. what works for me um just worship me really like worship me it makes everything so much better like worship every single thing about my body before and after sex during sex just like motherfucking worship me let me be the motherfucking moments treat me like I'm the best. In fact, I will be the best sex of your life. Like, no doubt. Ask anyone I've ever been with, except for, like, maybe two. But ask everyone I've ever been with. I'm the best sex of their life. Like, they can't even compare. And they know it. But, yeah. Just, like, treat me like a motherfucking goddess. That's all I need. Like, affirm me. It's in how you look at me, how you touch me. That shit just makes me feel very confident. And it makes me feel like, you know, I may be fucking the right person here. Anyway, uh, we're about to end now. I'm very late for my meeting. But yeah, we need to end.
0: Um, That was actually a great episode. I've laughed. I'm very uncomfortable with some of these things. But this is what this series is supposed to be about. Like, it's supposed to make us uncomfortable. It's supposed to make um, us come out of our shells. It's supposed to make us try new things. And look at me this year. I, I hate that during this series, I've been talking like I'm just some, like I'm some timid. I'm not. Like, I'm wild as shit they're just some things that make me extremely uncomfortable and I want to unlearn that like I want to be able to try everything at least once or not feel so stuck in my ways and be like, oh no, I don't moan. oh no, I don't do this oh no I don't I don't suck dick I don't and look at now I'm having some of the best sex of my life because I've decided to get myself out of my shell and I we hope that this series does the same for you guys. So thank you so much Arthur for joining us thank you for being such a joy. Um, And for your insights was really helpful. And I think this is one of our most light episodes of this series, the six episode series. We have two more, one more episode, uh, which will be quite heavy. And we will be talking about heartbreak and how it affects your sex life. Um, Very difficult topic for me and Anita to talk about. But again, we're doing the difficult things for you so that you don't have to do them um and then we have our fantasy episode which i'm so excited about like we've been planning this for a long 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 time uh we'll explain more about it in the next episode but arthur if you just wanted to give us some uh words as you leave and and then anita you can finish off
2: okay so the so the words i have are not for not for the women it's for the guys so if there's a woman listening to this podcast and you have a man with you or if you have like you know Tell them, first things first, they should read, 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 read. I'm not talking just novels, like read sex books, like read, get vested. We can't be in the 21st century and we're always being sabbed on every timeline, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, that we do not know where the g-spot is located. Please read, that's first thing. Second thing is, guys, the girls now, this time, bruise your man's ego just a little bit. If you haven't come, just tell him I have not come because at the end of the day, it's your pleasure that's at that's not being made. So make sure that the man makes you come. If you haven't come, stop pretending. It's very difficult for us. We'll go about with our ego and then you go, you go about with nothing. So make sure you tell us that you haven't come. That's all. Thank you
1: i definitely endorse breaking men's egos like it's like my favorite activity in the whole wide world so yeah definitely definitely endorse it uh guys thank you so much for listening you've been amazing i hope this episode made you laugh like the way it made me laugh um see you next week and remember to fuck the patriarchy